0: Good morning. good morning. Welcome to worship today. Hope you all had a pleasant Thanksgiving holiday. It's good to good to be with you this morning, and a special welcome to those who are joining us uh, online or by phone. We're very glad that you are here. Uh, just a few announcements before we begin. Uh, First of all, after church today, uh, Vicki and her son and uh, anyone who's willing to help will be setting up our Peace on Earth light display out underneath the mural. Maybe you remember that from a few years ago. It looks like a globe with a peace sign above it and some lights. Um, so if you are interested in helping with that, that'll be taking place outside after church. You may have... Uh, Also uh, notice that there's a box in the back for winter gear for Lowell Elementary. Um, Trinity is this year uh, entering into adopt a school relationship with Lowell. And one of our things we said we would do is we'd collect uh, waterproof uh, gear for kids. Um, Kids sometimes show up to school with, uh, with inadequate outdoor gear and especially when it gets sloppy and messy outside, they prefer to have uh, like weatherproof mittens and snow pants, things like that. Um, Vicki Olson made an order of, of several um, weatherproof uh, gloves. If you are interested in contributing financially to that, you can just um, make an offering and be sure to note that it's for that because um, we'll be making delivery of those gloves soon. But if you'd like to, you know, thrift for light lightly used uh, snow, kids snow pants or things like that, you're welcome to do so. Um, and so we will be collecting those during the month of December and delivering those later on this, that month. Uh, if you haven't turned in your pledge card yet, it's, uh, there's uh, some blank ones here by the baptismal font and there's a, a tray where you can leave those. Um, that helps us make our planning for um, our budget next year. So I know Mark uh, really appreciates getting those in. Uh, please take a look at the, at the printed uh, announcements in your bulletin. There's a lot more that we, we could say. I um, uh, did get a request for prayer right before the service from the Ruppenthal, Ruppenthal uh, family. Um, we'll share some more details when, when we have them, but, uh, but Joan is needing some more care now, and so we'll, we'll uh, please keep uh, John and Joan in your prayers today. Are there any other announcements we should make today? Yeah. Next Sunday? So next Sunday, um, and Eric has some interest in this because uh, Eric is one of our, our primary uh, <laughs> uh, decorators in in the sanctuary, so he helps turn over the, the season. We're, we're very grateful for him getting all of our blue pyramids up this week. But next Sunday we're going to be hanging the greens. We'll be um, starting to uh, get our church ready for um, kind of slowly easing our way into the Advent season and into Christmas. And it, it really helps to have a few extra hands to do that. So we'll provide on-the-job training. You don't need to have any particular expertise, uh, but having a few extra hands will help, uh, will help decorate the church uh, next week. So thank you, Eric. Any other announcements? our service with our prelude music Please stand as you are able, and face the baptismal font. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who alone does wondrous things. Blessed be God's name forever. Beloved, now is the time to wake from sleep. Let us confront our sins and confess them to the one who is merciful and just. God of new beginnings, we confess that we have not welcomed your holy reign. We have strayed from your paths We prepare for war instead of peace. We dishonor one another and your creation. Purify us with your refining fire and set us again on your way of love, that we may bear fruit worthy of repentance and welcome your coming among us. Amen. People of God, a new thing is growing in our midst, a tender branch. A living sign. By water and the Spirit you are joined to this wonder. You have put on Christ, your sins have been washed away. Rejoice in the way of the Lord. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Stir up your power, Lord Christ, and come by your merciful protection, save us from the threatening dangers of our sins and enlighten our walk in the way of your salvation. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. please join me in this prayer as we light our first advent candle praise to you O God our salvation who is near you hold us in our waiting and keep us awake to the world you show up in our lives at unexpected times bless us as we keep vigil for your arrival We trust that even though we do not know the day or the hour, you hurry to gather all people to your peace. Amen.
1: First reading is from Isaiah chapter 2. The word that Isaiah, son of Amoz, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. In days to come the mountains of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest of the mountains mm-hmm. and shall be raised above the hills. All the nations shall stream to it. Many people shall come and say, "Come." Let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways, and that we may walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth instruction, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations, and shall arbitrate for many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. Word of God, word of life.
2: said to me let us go to the house of Was built as a city that is at unity. throne. La
1: The second reading is from the book of Romans, chapter 13. Besides this, you know what time it is, how it is now to the moment for you to wake up to sleep from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we became believers. The night is far gone, the day is near. Let us then lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us live honorably as in the day, not in reveling and in drunkenness, nor in debauchery and licentiousness, not in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. Word of God, Word of Life.
0: Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the 24th chapter. Jesus said to the disciples, About that day and hour no one knows, neither the angels of heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. For as the days of Noah were, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. please be seated and welcome to Advent friends this being the first Sunday of the season a season of hope and anticipation a season of preparation a season of waiting and watching for the Lord to act in our midst and as we enter Advent may God's grace And peace be with you as always. Amen. You probably know the prophet Isaiah best through the songs that we sing. The lyrical and poetic nature of Isaiah has inspired a lot of music. I tried to do a quick search or count to figure out how many of our hymns have verses of Isaiah in them, between our red one and our new purple one. And I came up with 176 hymns. That include references to Isaiah's language. So, you know, probably more than 1 in 10 have some kind of verse from Isaiah. You can think of hymns like O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, or On Eagle's Wings, or the Holy 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 we sing every week. They have their origins in the words of this ancient prophet. So even if you've never read all the way through Isaiah or if you've spent that mu- haven't spent that much time thinking about him you probably know the words of his book you've certainly sang his words enough to know at least some of them or maybe this time of year you'll know the words by isaiah 9 from handel's messiah for unto us a child is born unto us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Messiah quotes 14 different books of the Bible in its libretto, but it quotes the book of Isaiah more than any of them. So some key passages from Isaiah have become especially associated with Advent and Christmas. Early Christians, as they were searching the Scriptures to understand what had happened in Jesus, found what they believed to be prophecies about the birth of Christ in this book. And so many of those promises, as we journey through these four weeks, are included in our readings. On Christmas Eve, we will hear those familiar words from Isaiah 9 as we hear every year, as if they speak primarily of Jesus. For unto us a child is born on the fourth Sunday of Advent this year we'll read from Isaiah chapter 7 therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign look the young woman is with child older translations will say a virgin is with child and she shall bear a son and shall name him Emmanuel you can imagine those early Christians turning through these pages saying we think this is talking about Jesus next Sunday we will read from Isaiah chapter 11, a shoot shall come, for, come out of the stump of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of its roots. I direct your attention to our banner, which we hang up every advent. This verse inspires that banner, portraying a shoot, a rose emerging from a stump, the stump of Jesse. Jesse being the father of King David, so those early Christians took Those words to mean that Jesus would be a king, a Messiah, emerging from the line of David. So this Advent, I'd like to direct our attention to these familiar and yet strange words from Isaiah as part of a four-week sermon series on Isaiah in Advent. Each week, we'll dwell in these texts from the prophet. We'll think about how Christians have tended to understand them down through the centuries, But we'll also wonder about their original context and how our jewish neighbors might interpret them and how our love for our jewish neighbors might challenge us to interpret them differently because part of the problem for us is that these texts from isaiah have been so layered over with liturgy and song and generations of interpretation that we miss some of what these texts can continue to mean for living communities our neighbors Many of these texts have been, uh, many of us have been taught to read these texts only as prophecies that were fulfilled in the person of Jesus. But to only read these texts in those ways will miss some of what God was saying through Isaiah in his time, in His original context, and to miss how God may still be speaking in new and fresh and other ways. Furthermore, when we interpret Isaiah only from a Christological t- context, only from the viewpoint of Jesus, we forget that we are reading the Hebrew scriptures that continue to be read and valued by our Jewish neighbors. The biblical scholar Tyler Mayfield puts the question to us in this way How are we to cherish these encouraging words from Isaiah amid Advent candles and lengthening nights? while also valuing the vibrant faith of Judaism. In response, Mayfield invites us, and some may understand this metaphor better than others, he invites us to read Isaiah with a metaphorical pair of bifocals. For those who wear bifocals, you know that you need one set, uh, you need two sets of lenses, one to see things close up and one to see far away. So one lens helps us to view Uh, Isaiah the prophet through our close our our nearsightedness through uh, the way we usually interpret Isaiah in the season of Advent but the other lens invites us to use our far vision to see how in a religiously diverse world including in our relationship with Jews and Judaism might shape our readings of Isaiah so this Advent following Mayfield's lead I invite you to put on your bifocals and look at these wonderful words from Isaiah, both with our near vision and our far vision. And I don't just want this to be a heady exercise, I want this to be uh, something that allows us to hear a fresh word from this ancient prophet. Because this this prophet, for almost 3,000 years, has been transforming lives and giving people hope in tough and often hopeless situations. So don't be surprised if that happens to you. Well, let's turn to our text for today from Isaiah chapter 2. These beautiful words. God shall judge between the nations and shall arbitrate for many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore this part of Isaiah was probably written about 2800 years ago during the 8th century BCE in the southern kingdom of Judah where Jerusalem is located now Isaiah was a courtly prophet based in the city of Jerusalem and much of his preaching is focused on his love and yearning for the city of Jerusalem especially as it careens towards disaster in exile God gave him a word that offered both judgment and hope in that situation our reading for today says as much it gives us the person and the context the word that Isaiah son of Amos saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem in other words in the original context this vision was for a specific audience in a specific time It was a vision concerning the people of Judah in general, and for Jerusalem, the city of God in particular. With our far vision in our bifocals, Mayfield says that we can see the importance of Torah and Jerusalem within Judaism. Isaiah says, in the days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest of mountains. The mountain of the Lord's house refers to Jerusalem itself the temple being built on Mount Zion. The Temple Mount is what's being talked about here. We often gloss over that when we're only looking for Jesus, right? So what Isaiah is saying here is that sometime in the future, God is going to lift up Jerusalem and the ways of the God of Israel up, like a city on a hill. And that all kinds of people from many different nations are going to stream to it like a river, searching for wisdom and life and teaching. The God of Israel is going to draw all people to God's self in Jerusalem, Isaiah says. Isaiah is writing to a downtrodden people, not necessarily powerful people, people who have more often been on the underside of things, people who have and will be pushed down by other nations. So as much as this is a word about the future, it's also a critique of the present. It's a word of hope that in so many ways says, eventually God's way is going to win out, that wisdom will win the day, that eventually Jerusalem, despite all evidence to the contrary, is going to be lifted up and made the highest of the mountains. The text continues, For out of Zion shall go forth instruction, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. The word instruction in our translation is the word Torah in Hebrew. And Torah, as you might guess, is one of the richest words in the Hebrew Bible, meaning much more than law, as we might traditionally translate it. At its root, it simply means instruction or teaching or wisdom. Because Torah is a set of religious wisdom and teaching passed down by God's people from generation to generation. And only later, after Isaiah's time, did it come to be the name for the first five books of the Bible. One interesting thing I learned from a Jewish commentator on this text is that this verse from Isaiah 2 is sung in most synagogues as the scrolls are removed from the ark each week to be read. From Isaiah 2, the cantor will sing, for Torah comes from Zion, the word of God from Jerusalem. It's not the same thing, but similar to our gospel acclamation, as we read the Holy Gospel, we sing a short verse. This is the reading that our Jewish neighbors will often sing as the reading is brought forth. For the Torah comes from Zion, the word of God from Jerusalem. Now we have been looking at this text with our far vision. And Isaiah's point seems to be that sometime in the future God will exalt the wisdom of Torah among the nations and all nations will be drawn to it. And when this happens, God will mediate justice between nations. And when there is justice, there is peace. As we look at these ancient words with our near vision, in our context of church, in our context of our life as Christians, and in the context of Advent, there is hope for us too. Isaiah again and again has offered people a vision of God's dream for peace, for us, And Isaiah insists that this vision of peace is closely related to justice. You can find statues, you can find uh, world leaders who will refer to this part of Isaiah, saying that God has a dream for peace. Uh, Outside of the United Nations, for example, the Soviet Union had given a a statue that has uh, someone pounding a sword into plowshares, and it has this verse from Isaiah. Isaiah. But perhaps it was Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. who took up the mantle of Isaiah best when he said, this is not merely the absence of tension. Isaiah's words, too. When there is justice between people, there is no need to keep weapons around, because what would we even use them for? As God draws a diverse people... Diverse nations from all over the world together, we might expect conflict given world history. But as God arbitrates justice, mediates between the nations, there's no more use for tools of war. People begin pounding their swords into plowshares, their spears into pruning hooks. And when there is this justice, these implements of, tool, implements of death can be transformed into tools of life and human flourishing. The good news... And for people of all time is that God promises to create this justice. That God puts a promise out there saying that I will draw all people together and mediate justice in the end between them. With our near vision, we can see this divine work beginning for us in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, the Prince of Peace. In this way, Isaiah's vision is for us too. Because Advent is a season of hope. And anticipation, of waiting and watching for justice to come to fruition. It's more than just a countdown to Christmas because it taps into our deepest longings for a better future. When I read these beautiful words from Isaiah, I realize that we cannot settle for the nightmares of this world. We cannot settle for the nightmares of five people dying in a nightclub in Colorado Springs. We cannot settle for hate We cannot settle for six dead in a Walmart in Virginia and mass shootings that happen all over. We cannot settle for war, we cannot settle for poverty when God says, this is my dream. We cannot be patient with nightmares. This vision can animate and enliven us. It can move us to action because we know that the nightmares of this world will one day be overcome By God's dream of peace breaking into our world and as Christians we would say especially in Jesus can Isaiah's words give us any hope at a time like this in your personal life in our world at large can Advent awaken your hope the time for sleep is over is what Advent is saying If you came to church today stressed out and wondering if you can make it through next week, Advent is for you. If you came to church today with heaviness in your heart or a lump in your throat, Advent is for you. If you came to church today wondering if we'll ever muster the courage to stop gun violence in our country, Advent is for you. If you've ever longed for a world free from disease and war and poverty, Advent is for you as the prophet Isaiah has echoed through the generations, saying that the days are surely coming when justice will reign and our instruments of death will be as useless as a broken pot. On that day, we will stop learning war and begin following the Prince of Peace. Amen.
3: God of all, your children everywhere cry out for mercy. Awaken the global church to the urgent needs of our time. Break down barriers of culture and custom and unite people of all faiths in your redemptive and healing work. God in your mercy. God of wonder, The earth's beauty and abundance is your gift. Teach us your ways of sharing resources and caring for life. Guard fragile habitats, preserve the wild places, and protect endangered plants and animals. God, in your mercy. God of peace, you judge the nations Beat our weapons into tools for serving the neighbor. Strengthen the resolve of all who work for an end to war. We pray for lasting peace in the land of Jesus' birth and for an end to the conflict in Ukraine. God, in your mercy.
4: God of loving kindness, you, des- you desire fullness of life for everyone. Fill those who hunger. Comfort the grieving and attend those and attend to those near death. Bring us help and hope to anyone who are anyone who is sick or needing your care, especially Jane, Doris, Joanne. Sharon, Gloria, Joan, and John. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of community, you are present when we gather in your name. Guide congregations in transition or conflict. Give wisdom to congregational councils, call committees, and ministry leaders. Keep us alert to unexpected opportunities for mission. God in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of promise, your goodness is everlasting. We give thanks for the lives of the faithful who now rest in you. We trust that you will bring us into the company of all the saints with rejoicing. God in your mercy, Hear our prayer.
0: God, we lift up special prayers today for all who suffer from the violence of our world, especially gun violence. There are too many shootings to name, but we lift up especially today the the shooting in Colorado Springs and the ripple effects of, of, uh, of the hate of that crime on our siblings who are lgbtqia plus i pray also for the community uh, in virginia that also had a mass shooting this week god in your mercy god of our longing you know our deepest needs by your spirit gather our prayers and join them with the prayers of all your children in jesus name we pray Amen. amen The peace of the Lord be with you always. And also with you. Please take a moment to share a sign of peace with those around you. Peace be with you, Tom. Oh, yeah. Please stand as you are able.
5: Let us pray. Eternal God, you make the desert bloom and send water to thirsty ground. Receive these simple gifts of bread, wine, and money, and make us messengers of your mercy and love for all in need of your healing and justice. We ask this through Christ our Savior.
0: Amen. the Lord be with you, and you. lift up your hearts let us give thanks to the Lord our God it is, right our grace and grace. it is indeed right our duty and our joy that we should all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you almighty and merciful God through our Savior Jesus Christ You comforted your people with the promise of the Redeemer, through whom you will also make all things new, in the day when he comes to judge the world in righteousness. And so with all all the with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Beginning and the end, our salvation and our hope. We praise you for creating a world of order and beauty. When we brought on chaos, cruelty, and despair, you sent the prophets to proclaim your justice and mercy. At the end of the ages, your son Jesus came to bring us your love and to heal all the suffering world. On the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks broke it gave it to his disciples saying take and eat it's my body given for you do this for the remembrance of me again after supper he took the cup gave thanks gave for all to drink saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin do this for the remembrance of me Remembering, therefore, his life, death, and resurrection, we await his coming again in righteousness and peace. Send your Spirit on us and on this bread and wine we share. Strengthen our faith, increase our hope, and bring to birth the justice and joy of your glory and honor is yours, Almighty Father, with the Holy Spirit, in your holy church, both now and forever. Amen. Amen. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Let us pray as Jesus taught his friends to pray Our Father in heaven hallowed be your name Your kingdom come your will be done on earth as in heaven Give us today our daily bread Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil for the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated while we share some instructions for communion. Skiing to today, you'll come to the side aisles and come forward, where at the front of the side aisles there are these two tables where you will find trays of empty cups. You'll grab an empty cup and bring it with you to the railing, where it will be filled with wine and where you will receive bread. If you need or desire grape juice or gluten-free those are those are also at these two side tables just grab them and bring them with you to the railing after you communed at the railing you'll return down the center aisle and place your empty cup in this bowl by the center aisle We want all friends guests and visitors to know that you are very welcome to commune with us because this is the Lord's table not Trinity Lutheran's table and the invitation comes from Christ we extend our, our table, our communion, our fellowship to those joining us online or by phone. We are very glad that you are with us and are gathered around the table with us this morning. All is now ready receive this invitation to communion. Be strong. Do not fear. Here is your God who has come to save you. Please stand as you are able. May the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ strengthen you and keep you in God's grace. Amen.
5: Let us pray. Faithful God, in this meal you have remembered your mercy, bringing heaven to earth in the body and blood of Christ. As we wait for the day when all your promises will be fulfilled, sustain us and strengthen us by this holy mystery. Guide us toward your promised future, coming to to birth in Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen.
0: God, the eternal word, who dwells with us in Jesus, and who holds in us in the grace of the Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever.
5: Amen. The mission of Trinity Lutheran Church is to proclaim and celebrate the love of Jesus Christ, to live as God's servants in the world, and to be a caring and healing community. Go in peace. Christ is near.